You're listening to Like Nobody's Business, and I'm your host, Emily Castle. This podcast is a space of devotion to mastery, excellence, and thriving in our businesses and in our lives as women entrepreneurs. Each month, I'll be helping you tool up with resources to support you to navigate a new area of entrepreneurial life with intention, strategy, and soul. I'll walk you through it by answering your specific questions, help get you on top of it with actionable tips, look under it to help you reprogram your subconscious mind for more ease, and when it comes to the common traps I see many of my coaching clients and listeners fall into, I'll get you over it. Together, we'll explore a broad range of topics that impact and influence how you show up to lead the business your soul came here to create, including wellness, prosperity, growth, spirituality, and fulfillment. I'm so excited and grateful you found your way here. Let's dive into today's episode so you can add something new to your toolbox of expansion and learn how to master entrepreneurship and life like nobody's business. Today's episode is to help you get on top of this month's topic with actionable strategies that you can begin implementing now. Together, we'll craft a plan with some structure you can relax into and get you set up for whatever success would look and feel like for you. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to be on the mic with you solo today, although I do love recording guest interviews and I'm loving hearing your feedback about the guests that we've had recently and please do share anyone that you think I should interview for the show I'd love to hear who you want to who you want to learn from um okay before we dive into this super juicy topic today I want to share something really exciting with you which is that half of the spots for the 2023 leadership mastermind are already spoken for and we have just five spots remaining I am so, so excited to support each of the fantastic, inspiring, mission-driven women who have already joined us for our 2023 cohort. So if you're interested in exploring the possibility of joining us next year and to see all the mastermind info and pricing and hear from past members and see if this feels like the right next step for you in your business, you can head to womanup.co slash mastermind. That's W-M-N-U-P dot C-O slash mastermind to see all the details and the breakdown of everything that's included, including our retreat to Portugal, which I'm so, so excited about. Um, This mastermind is an annual 10-month experience that I've been leading and refining for the past six years for women entrepreneurs who are ready to scale the business they're here to build with greater ease, profitability, streamlined systems, and impactful leadership. It may be the next step for you if you're someone who is creating consistent revenue in your business already, but would love to expand in ways that increase both your income and impact in a sustainable way. Um, It might be for you if you're someone who is ready to stop waiting for someday to create the lifestyle, schedule, team, boundaries, offerings, relationship with your work, and abundant revenue that you'd love to experience. 
It's for you if you're someone who craves deeper connection and high touch support as you walk the path of evolutionary leadership and entrepreneurship so that you can avoid burnout and enjoy the process way more of getting to whatever destination you are seeking. This mastermind does include one-to-one coaching with me throughout the year and um, it's really the way to work with me on a long-term one-on-one basis plus so many other extra extras that I know are so important for us in doing this sustainably and really revillaging and coming into alignment with our feminine essence in business and harmonizing our feminine and masculine and learning how to receive and all the things. Um, it's also for you on that note, if you desire to harmonize your multifaceted desires, ideas, and visions into a truly sustainable and regenerative business model that feels deeply nourishing and creatively expressed and creates a positive ripple effect in every area of your life. It might also be for you if you understand the importance of both feminine and masculine energies in your business and seek to master the dance between them for optimal fulfillment, flow, and freedom. We officially kick off our journey together in January and we'll, and we'll um, be together in this experience through the end of October 2023 with an in-real-life all-inclusive retreat to Portugal for a week in May of 2023. Exact dates are TBD after enrollment closes so we can make sure that everyone is able to attend. Um, again, we're going to link it up in the show notes for you, but if you want to hear all the details and see, watch testimonials and hear from past members and all that good stuff, you can head to womanup.co slash mastermind. Uh, that'll be a clickable link in the show notes for you as well. And if you're curious about joining, you can schedule a suitability call with me within the next week, um, where we can discuss and explore further, uh, which is linked on that page. There's a button that says inquire or book a call or something of that nature. And you can go there and find a day and time that works for you to book about a 30 minute chat with me on zoom, where we'll connect. We'll talk about what your journey might look like. Um, we'll talk about your business, where it is, what it needs, where you are, what you need, what the vision is, what's in the way, all of it to really get a full picture of whether or not I feel this would be a great fit for you where you are and if I feel like I'm the right coach to support you. Okay, now diving into today's episode. Something that I'm noticing about the women who are joining the mastermind is that they're all ready to expand and they know that there will be growing pains along the way as they're initiated into their next level of growth, impact, freedom, and abundance in business and as a leader, right? They are ready to become embodied as trailblazing, innovative, change-making, evolutionary leaders who are able to face everything and anything that life and business throws at them with complete trust and the capacity to alchemize every challenge into lessons, growth, value, <laughs> guidance, and ultimately something that's for them in service of their own expanded impact and personal professional growth. And for the woman who is ready to step onto the path of evolutionary leadership, it's true that we never quite know what we're getting ourselves into, right? This is a path, as we know, of devotion, of walking with and being with the full spectrum of experiences in order to 
really get the lessons and glean the experiences that we need to move to whatever that next level of expansion is for us. We might not, we might have clarity on certain aspects of our business or desired results or our vision, but the initiations that come our way will always be unknown, right? We never quite know what we're signing up for. We know that we're like a yes to being all in on our business or our mission or our growth or whatever. But when we start to actually step foot on that path and walk it and trailblaze, there are some surprising things that we couldn't have planned for, right? Some things that I'm thinking of right now are like an employee that you thought was going to be with you in your business to help you grow at leaves or, you know, these are on like the negative unfavorable side of things, but, um, you know, a client drops out of a contract or things start to just not work anymore in your business that worked like clockwork and were easy before. And all of these things are ways that we know we are being invited to something greater, to something different, to deeper alignment with our mission, our work in the world and our unique path. And in order to be at peace with the truth that we'll never quite know (laughs) all the details of everything that's coming our way, our sort of soul curriculum on this path of attaining and creating and co-creating our greatest mission in this life. In order to be at peace with the truth that we'll never fully know and still continue to find it within us to move forward and create compounding and sustainable growth, making deposits into our growth bank account and and continuing to grow and develop as leaders and continuing to be willing to learn and keep putting one foot in front of the other when things are hard again and again (laughs) as we keep showing up fully for our work and our life and ourselves and our priorities and our loved ones and those we serve We also need to be able to relate healthfully to the dynamics that are and will continue to be at play as we ride the waves of the cycles of our business and of our leadership. We often don't realize, and it's rarely discussed, that as entrepreneurs, we are in a long-term relationship with our businesses, right? That doesn't mean we are, you know, we can never change our mind. It doesn't mean that we have to be committed to it forever. It doesn't mean any of that, but we are in long-term relationships with our businesses. And as such, a lot of the things that tend to show up in long-term relationships tend to also happen in our businesses. They are a great mirror for how we show up, um, in devotion, right? In commitment and devotion in the long haul. Because I know for me, my path as a business owner is not to like be a startup founder where I grow something really big, really fast, and then sell it and move on to the next. It's to really nourish and nurture this long-term relationship of depth and intimacy and um, devotion to the work that I am deeply called to do in a way that I am deeply called to do it in a way that fulfills and fuels me from a soul place and that also feels really practical and sustainable for the external realities of my life and what I want and what feels fulfilling and what my needs are. And I know that that's going to shift and change and I'm going to have to be in an alive 
dynamic with my, with my business, just like I am with my partner where with Jeff, right? Where we're constantly checking in with each other, where we're constantly like doing this dance together of, um, okay, we've hit a cycle of, you know, stagnancy or, We have hit a cycle of, we feel like we're not quite communicating or connecting on this level or that level. And now we have to work through that. And we're invited to work through that and to keep going and to not point the finger and blame, but to really look at ourselves and our role and our contribution to the dynamic that we're co-creating together. Right. And so it can be a lot of work, right? Like I feel like as much as relationships are a lot of work, being in relationship with my business over the last almost nine years now, which is wild to say, has been such a beautiful teacher, such an amazing curriculum baked into just the the journey that I'm on with my work and with myself. And I think this means that inevitably our businesses will and the growth of them and the creation and the evolution of them will inevitably trigger us. It will bring up all the things that are meant to be healed, that want to be looked at, that want to be examined. Um, It will bring up our patterns, our mindset, our limiting beliefs within our mindset that want to be shifted. Um, It will ask us to grow and we will cycle through infinite phases of evolution over the course of our lifetime with our work and our relationship to it and what form it takes and how it's delivered and when and to whom and with whom on our team and all of these things, right? And I think this also means that we will always be reinventing ourselves, dancing with change and responding to the needs of the business consistently over time and letting it also respond to our needs as they change. This kind of relationship, this long-term relationship requires deep devotion to a calling and a mission that's much greater than us as individuals. I don't think that we can really sustain this kind of path of evolutionary leadership if we are just driven by quick results or we're just in it to make money or we want to build a business as a means to an end or if we're not really fully connected to the work that we're doing or if it feels inauthentic in some way, or if it feels like it's not truly ours to do, or if we thought, oh, I'm just going to get in here. I'm going to build a passive income stream and build a course and then lean back and go on vacation, right? (laughs) It's like, that's not really how that works. That's a different conversation though. We can talk about the, the myth of passive income on a different episode. But, um, what I've come to recognize is that there are within this relationship dynamic, there are four really distinct phases of evolutionary leadership, which I would call like a cycle of evolutionary leadership when we are in, um, relationship with our work in this way, um, that happen within us and within our businesses. And I'm going to walk you through these four phases and what it looks like as an evolutionary leader, when you are deeply embodied in this path, in this work of the inner and outer work required to harmonize the relationship dynamics of being in right relationship, being, um, a truly evolutionary leader who is willing to continue to change and shift and evolve and respond and, um, truly be of service 
to a calling or a mission that is so much greater than you and you alone, but also includes you and involves you and impacts you in the process and gets to kind of shape you in the process into all that you are here to become and all that you are here to develop within yourself. So the first phase I would call creation, expansion, and trust. The evolutionary leader relates to this phase in a way that's joyful, grateful, but doesn't attach to it too much. She's aware of the rhythms at play in all of nature, herself and her business included, and stays willing, trusting, and available to receive while acknowledging that there will be an inevitable shadow side to the upward trajectory that's occurring in this moment. And instead of over-identifying with the power that she feels from all of the expansion, she stays humble knowing that there's more to come and that expansion and contraction are both part of the growth process. She is realistic and plans and strategizes and acts accordingly without getting too swept up by her abundance, knowing that she needs to conserve resources and invest them intentionally so that she has more freedom and flexibility during the times when the business needs to breathe and become a little bit more lean. So this cycle happens or this phase of the cycle happens when we're in a moment of like, oh my God, things are working. It's going, we're building momentum. The business is great. It's happening. Things are moving. There's, you know, traction finally, right? We're in this moment of like, creation and expansion and trust where things are starting to actually move. Things are beginning or things seem to be working really well, or maybe there's like momentum building, right? And so this, what I just shared with you is sort of the way in which we can relate to this phase in our business in a really healthy way that allows us to stay embodied, that allows us to be in relationship with our business in a way that's sustainable for the long haul and that honors this phase of the cycle and the others. Because when you are embodied in your own evolutionary leadership, it means that you are not judging any one of these phases as better or worse than You understand that all of them are necessary, just like every season is necessary in nature. Every phase of the cycle is so necessary in order for expansion and life and regeneration to actually occur. In order for your business to be sustainable, in order for you to not burn out, in order for it to feel like um, this, the all the parts are there that are necessary for your evolution. We need to go through these different phases. Okay, phase two, I would call this attachment, doubt, and curiosity. The evolutionary leader is prepared for the triggers, doubt, discomfort, and healing opportunities that inevitably arise after a period of massive expansion. So this is, we're in this phase in phase two, after phase one, where we've had some kind of big win or momentum or traction or hopefulness or something is going on. And then we inevitably enter this next phase, which is like, okay, that brought some stuff up in me. (laughs) Um, Maybe there were triggers. Maybe there was doubt. Maybe there was discomfort. Maybe there was something that has been shown to me through this big expansion of a healing opportunity. 
Okay, so she is grounded in her center in this phase and has a support system and tools around her so that she can continue to move through and integrate without self-sabotaging, regressing, or making snap decisions based solely on emotion. Instead of collapsing or crumbling beneath the pressure of the down that comes after the high of expansion and rapid growth, she steadies herself and grounds into deeper layers of self-trust, curiosity, connection with her team and clients, colleagues, customers, and takes the necessary space to nourish herself. She refocuses her perspective on what her priorities really are outside of the shiny objects and detaches from the result to reorient herself toward enjoying the journey. She continues to relax, open, and surrender instead of overdoing, forcing, shaming herself, or giving up on the vision she's called to create. Now, this is a phase, as you might imagine, if you've been here before, which I'm sure that you have if you're listening to this, this is a phase that we can often get really sucked into a hole of despair or hopelessness or feeling like we're never going to have that feeling again um, of expansion, right? It's where things start to kind of like unravel a little bit, (laughs) either within us or outside of us. And we start to become more aware and curious about, hmm, hopefully curious. We might, if we're in the shadow of this, we might feel doubtful or scared but if we are in the the um the lighter side of this we might feel curiosity and that's what i would encourage you to embody during this phase curiosity is so so important here because what we get to do is act more like a scientist and remember that our whole business everything we do is an experiment and we can only just gather more information and intel as we go to keep learning and adding to our tool belt of experience and tools to be able to do better every single time and create a steady upward spiral of growth and impact and all the things. So our tendency as human beings in this phase when this happens is to grip tighter right? It's to start to want to try to control everything. But when you are embodying your inner evolutionary leader, we are instead (laughs) doing the radical thing of leaning into pleasure, leaning into relaxation, opening, surrendering, instead of overdoing and forcing and shaming ourselves or giving up on the vision or going into like high functioning anxiety. Um, which I was just reading about today is really, really fascinating that we don't talk about this more, especially in like female entrepreneurship. High functioning anxiety is what eventually leads us to burnout. And it's what most people are operating in, I think by default, because it's so uncertain that it brings up this high functioning anxiety part of us. Um, And I would call that maybe the shadow side or the opposite of evolutionary leadership is high functioning anxiety. So we're actually doing the radically opposite things of what feels natural in this phase, which is to grip, to tighten, to grasp, to worry, to fear, to control. And instead we trust, we get curious, we um, lean back we 
we study and solidify ourselves and our foundation from our center versus from our results because results come and go, right? They're seasonal and cyclical as well. And when we are over-identified with our results or our productivity or the outcomes or what we're able to create, and when all of our value is wrapped up in that, we lose ourselves and we become so wobbly so fast. Hey love, it's me, Emily. I'm interrupting this conversation to let you know about the Women Up community membership because I'm absolutely obsessed with it and I think you will be too. Inside our annual membership community for female founders devoted to doing things differently, we have a monthly schedule of live virtual events exclusively for members, including a deep dive training on a relevant topic for your business and leadership development, a helpful tutorial tool or template each month to help you streamline the backend systems in your business, a virtual members happy hour to gather socially with fellow disruptors from across the globe who you wouldn't meet otherwise, mini trainings for members on their areas of expertise so you can learn from each other, and so, so much more. We also have a super active and engaged Slack community where questions are being answered, solutions are being generated, challenges are being solved, aha moments are taking place, ideas are coming into form, collaborations and referrals are happening, and opportunities are endless between you and other members in business and beyond. It's not uncommon for members to make back their investment almost immediately upon joining when they truly lean into all the support available inside this membership. Whether you're looking for a referral for something in your business, excited to be more consistent in your action, or just looking to connect with a vibrant community of fellow multidimensional and dynamic leaders, this experience is for you no matter what season of business you find yourself in. I've never personally identified as a membership person, But this virtual community is so much more than a typical membership program. It's truly a space for innovation, inspiration, intuition, and intentionality to be amplified among the most amazing women I've ever known on the internet. I genuinely get so excited when I see messages come through in our Slack channel, even though I had no idea how to use Slack before creating this experience. (laughs) If you haven't joined us yet, what are you waiting for? I promise you'll feel right at home, welcomed in with open arms and nourished by all the support available to you immediately upon joining us. As a podcast listener, you're also invited to join us inside the Women Up community and save an additional 15% off our annual membership when you enter the code podcast at checkout. Head to womanup.co, that's W-M-N-U-P dot C-O slash membership. It's also linked for you in the show notes, wherever you're listening to this conversation, where you can learn more and join us today. I can't wait to see you inside and support you in our community so we can navigate the nuance of entrepreneurship and the inevitabilities of evolution with more ease together. Now back to the show. Okay, phase three, the fertile void, release, and death. The evolutionary leader welcomes and embraces the liminal, unknown, in-between spaces, knowing that this phase is necessary and important for her evolution. She has support and resources and space to move all the way through the release of what no longer serves her or her business. She stays in her sovereignty, and instead of collapsing into victimhood, numbing out, regressing into wounded coping mechanisms, blame, despair, or avoidance, 
She walks herself through a total rebirth, knowing that even greater expansion is the inevitable outcome. She holds the self-awareness to recognize and catch the human tendencies to either force her opening, knowing, and expansion, or to isolate into a trauma response, right? So these, these default settings for us as humans, our tendencies are either to like force a knowing or force an opening where they're, where it's not ready or force the expansion by doing something that's totally out of alignment, like launching a program that we know will make us more money quickly, but feels icky or feels like it's going to push us over the edge of our capacity and burn us out. Or the other side of that is we tend to want to isolate into a trauma response, right? We want to isolate we want to go into our little cave and be alone and not be seen and not be held and not be heard and not be um you know visible (laughs) and we we kind of crawl back into ourselves or we force right so instead the evolutionary leader leans into the power of mentorship and sisterhood and receptivity so that her nervous system can learn and feel the safety in being present or sorry, being in the present moment, even if things are uncomfortable, even, and especially if the tendency is really strong to want to isolate or to want to, um, force an answer or force a knowing or force a result. She knows that the only way out is through the unknown, the dark space, which is also a new beginning and the seat of infinite possibility. This space of the fertile void is really uncomfortable. The space of not knowing, the space of having to let things go that we felt were going to be there and now aren't, whether that's like a relationship or a move or, um, single life or (laughs) anything, any aspects of self or any situational circumstantial elements or any offers or team members or any of the things that we have to fully let go and release in order to move forward that are asking to be shed, that are no longer serving us, all that good stuff. This phase is really, really, really powerful and so, so critical that we fully release the things to the best of our ability that we can. And sometimes that requires an honoring ritual. Sometimes that requires that we actually acknowledge all of the beauty of the things that we're letting go so that we don't feel like we're in this adversarial relationship with our past and unresolved, right? So sometimes that means... you know, a closing ceremony. Sometimes it means an exit interview. Sometimes it means who knows, it could mean all kinds of things, right? But these are some examples of what it looks like. And then to actually sit with yourself in the unknown, to feel the feelings all the way through instead of getting stuck in them or resisting feeling them, but to really let them have their way with you to experience the grief grief and the loss of what no longer is in the process of creating space for what will be sometimes and often in business in this situation right we're having to let go of something that we've invested lots of time and energy or money into that feels like it was going to be the thing you know and 
I've been there and I get that. And, and I think it's such a common experience. And just know that if you're feeling grief over that, you are not alone. It's totally normal. And it's part of the process of evolving, right? We have to let things go to create space for what's coming. And if the things that we, I always try to remind myself and my clients of this in the moment of like, if it's, if there's something that's really painful to let go of, imagine if, if the equal or expanded proportion of that hard, challenging, sad grief is on the opposite side of the spectrum and it's that much joy, like the equal amount of joy on the other side of the emotional spectrum, imagine how great that's going to be. If you're being asked to let go of something or release something or shed something that is really challenging and painful, my guess is, and what is typically the case, is that what's on the other side of it is actually the same amount in the opposite direction of emotion, right? It's like actually so much more of an amplified experience of the, the positive side of it once you walk yourself through here. Um, and this is where a lot of people get stuck or they avoid or resist, right? They don't even want to go into this. And so they'll stay in phase one or two, um, typically phase two, right? Where you're just frustrated or you're feeling like things aren't working and you're not really willing to let things go because you're very attached to them or you wanted it to be a certain way. So you're very attached to the vision of what was supposed to happen or how it's supposed to go or who you're supposed to be or what you're allowed to do. All of these things in quotations, of course. Um, and so a lot of us can get really stuck in phase two, one and two, one and two bouncing back, or maybe just sticking in phase two and then eventually giving up because we feel like what's the point? Nothing's working. And it's usually because we're unwilling to get to this third phase where we're actually releasing, where we're actually allowing ourselves to be with the discomfort, to be with the unknown, to be with the magnitude of the emotion of grief, of letting things go that are no longer serving us. And that again can be internal, external. It could be business specific. It could not be All of these things are so important and I always take a holistic lens when I'm looking at when I'm working with clients and their businesses because all of it is the same energetic ecosystem, right? Like you are, what's happening in your personal life is not necessarily separate from what's happening in your business. We can't really isolate like that and put these things in silos because we are emotional human beings and we carry with us from one to the other the experiences that we're having. So we're like cross pollinating whatever energy is within the ecosystem from personal to professional at all times. And if we aren't being intentional and, and um, if we aren't tending the energy and we aren't being intentional about curating the energy that we want to be cross pollinating, the default is probably skewing toward the negative, right? It's probably skewing toward more of what we don't want versus more of what we do. Okay. Now phase four, our final phase, harmony, integration, unshakable self-trust and unwavering devotion. 
the evolutionary leader actually transcends into this space while others do not make it past, while others do not make it to this point of phase four. She has learned to not resist, but welcome the waves of her work and herself in her business and has successfully disidentified with the highs and lows of all the cycles, knowing that she is resourceful, brilliant, and capable of navigating anything and anything, everything and anything possible. She is solutions focused, strategic, and holds a crystallized vision for her future while staying fully grounded in the present and honoring of the past. She is steady, balanced, nourished, and able to serve, think, and lead from an abundant space. I would also add here that she is, um, she is able to adapt to anything and everything. And she's welcoming of all of these different cycles. And I can't remember the other thing I was going to say, so maybe it'll pop back into my brain. Um, but instead of doubting, she stays curious instead of fearing, she trusts and loves instead of shutting down. She opens up instead of self-destructing, she self-initiates her next expansion. Instead of reacting from her wounding, she responds from her healing. And she continues to initiate herself into the next levels of success and deeper layers of fulfillment again and again, as many times and as quickly as she desires because she's masterful at leading herself and therefore her business well. (sighs) This is like the place that we all want to be at all times, right? This is the place of feeling like we have the tools to be able to hold and handle and respond to everything and anything that happens. It's the place we all wish could be where we are at all times, right? But of course, with any cycle and the phases, there's going to be a repeating (laughs) constantly, right? And the quicker that you are evolving, the more frequency you will cycle through these phases, right? So if your evolutions are happening fast and furious, you're likely going through these four phases at least monthly, if not weekly, if not daily, right? Like the more expansion that's happening in any season of your life and business, the more frequently you will visit each of these stages and be asked to move through each of these phases, right? So keeping this in mind, I think what's powerful about it is knowing, first of all, that every one of these phases is temporary. None of them last forever. And when we are trying to avoid or resist, we only end up keeping ourselves stuck for longer than is necessary or we aren't willing and open to actually see the path that's cleared for us when we are in a when we're in a phase and we're resisting being in it or when we're resisting the lessons or we're resisting um what we are being called to do right and i think that's where mentorship and coaching and a mastermind can be so powerful because like i said a lot of us tend to get stuck and live in like phase 2 And we never really progress where we're able to fully let go, where we're able to move through the transitions with more ease and grace and harmony and integration. When we're able to do that, 
We can evolve and expand our businesses and our lives and evolve as leaders so much faster and with so much more ease. And I think the difference that I see in women who are living and leading this way is that they have high level, high touch mentorship. They have depth of community and connection with other entrepreneurs who are walking this path of devotion as well. They have, um, someone to ask questions and get feedback from so that they're not stuck in decision making analysis paralysis, or they're not stuck in, oh my gosh, the minutia of which software should I use for this or that, that keep us from not moving forward and that keep us in resistance of feeling overwhelmed, of feeling like we're in this perfectionistic bubble, of feeling like we need to isolate as a trauma response and all these different things that we talked about today. So first thing I want you to do after listening to this is I want you to think about what is the phase that I am in right now? What am I experiencing in my business right now? And Then I want you to think about what's the phase that I tend to wish were the phase all year round or all, you know, all the time, (laughs) just like, you know, if we love summer in like the season of summer, literally, and we wish it was summer all year round, right? What's the one phase of this cycle that you wish was was like your comfort zone, right? Like where you wish you could live all the time. <laughs> Is it in the expansion? Is it in the feeling really well resourced? Like where, where do you like to live? And maybe for some of us, it's actually the unknown, the fertile void, <laughs> the place where a lot of people avoid, but we love it. Um, I have a friend who we joke and she, we're like, you love it on the edge. You love it. You love being in the unknown and flinging yourself in there into like the depths of, the fertile void, right? Not everybody is like that, but maybe you are. So permission to just let what's true be true for you. So I want you to figure out where am I right now? What's the season or phase of this cycle that I would like to live in all the time in my business that I kind of wish I could just stay and continue to grow. And which is the phase that makes you most uncomfortable? Which is the phase that feels hardest for you or most challenging or most confronting or most triggering or hardest to navigate? And then I want you to get a journal and a pen and write down what is it about that phase that you find challenging? What does it bring up for you? What's the fear? What's the um, concern? What do you actually need in terms of support to develop the skills to stay And allow yourself to fully experience and surrender to that phase so that you can move through it with more ease and with more flow. What do you need? Okay, so I want you to do that as a little practice. And if you feel called to, I would love for you to send me what comes up for you. You can shoot me a DM at Emily Castle Official on Instagram. And I would love to hear it. Um... And I'd love to hear what else you want to know about, what else you would love a podcast episode on. Um, I'm not sure if I'm taking a holiday break from the pod or not, um, but I would love to hear as we're starting to plan for next year, 
what guests would you love to hear from? What topics would you love me to riff on with you? What do you want to learn? What do you want to be taught? (laughs) What kinds of things do you want to hear about? So let me know that as well on Instagram. Just shoot me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Again, reminder, if you haven't yet applied to join us in the 2023 Leadership Mastermind, and this feels like what I've described today, this evolutionary leadership cycle and the phases associated feels like the kind of experience and relationship you'd love to build within yourself as a leader and with your business. I'd love to speak with you more in depth about joining us next year for the 2023 Leadership Mastermind. We start in January, the week of the 9th. So um, I'd love to chat with you ASAP to figure out if this is something that is the next step for you in your work. Um, the level of support is truly unmatched, I would say. Um, and the level of my devotion is also truly unmatched. I really show up fully, fully, fully for the women in the mastermind. And I'm in Voxer with them almost every day of the week, um, coaching them through stuff, that's coming up in their businesses individually and collectively. And it's just a really, really intimate, beautiful container and experience. So if that's something that you've been in search of, would love to chat with you more about it. Okay. Have an amazing day. Everything should be linked up in the show notes and I will talk to you next time. Bye love. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Like Nobody's Business. So, what did you think? I hope you found this episode absolutely enlivening. If you loved it, I'd be so, so grateful if you'd help me spread the word by sharing this episode with a friend or a loved one you know would feel supported and encouraged by this too. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss an episode. It's also infinitely helpful to me and to my team if you take a moment to rate and review the podcast so that other trailblazers like you can find this resource, know it exists, and step out of struggle and into more ease. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today and for taking this space to receive nourishment for your greatest vision. And in case no one told you this today, you are wildly brilliant, beautifully wise, and radically trustworthy. Keep shining your light so that all of those who need what you're here to share with our world can see, feel, and experience your unique medicine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Like nobody's business